Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the Best Life. topic tonight. <laughs> yes. I'm We've been talking about this for a little while now. Yes. We, yeah, we are talking about this and I'm super excited because we finally have differing opinions. Yep. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you, what you say. Yeah. So Jill and I have been talking about this. We were having a little walk and I was going to express my opinion and I was like, no, I'm saving it for the podcast so you don't get to know yet. So one of the things that has come up is in a dating scenario where you're with someone and you're kind of like, you know, you're, you have decided that you're in a committed relationship, exclusive relationship, whatever that looks like, um, marriage, whatever, long-term relationship. Do you allow the other person to have the code on your phone, to have the password on your computer, to have the logins to your accounts, et cetera? what I call it the open phone policy. Yep. Um, do you think that the person should have that or does your significant other have that? Why or why not? Yeah. Well, you know, interesting because uh, my ex-husband and I had each other's passcodes for our phone, mm-hmm. passwords for our phones. Yep. Didn't think that there was any issue. And to be honest, I think it was fine, but there was a lot of trust there. So I, even though I had access, I never looked. Right. I never felt never the need. one time just like we're curious about his DM. Oh, or... for sure. Definitely one time or two. And that's actually like how often? Uh, maybe like once I would say I was a little bit feeling insecure in like 2013, maybe like once every two years or so. That's so not a lot. Yeah, no, not a lot. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who snoop consistently. Yeah, that's true. So I, yeah, I logged in a couple of times. Like I logged in, looked at his Facebook DMs and uh, you know, it was interesting because there were some girls that were like hitting on him and he was like, oh, I'm happily married, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, so it kind of conf- like affirmed for you that yeah. like, okay, like if anything is go- like, he's acting with integrity and it's kind of cool that he never had to tell you totally, like, oh, this chick you know, hit me up and I told her I was married or you know what I mean? Or whatever. So it's just totally. Yeah. So for me, I just felt like, okay, we have the passwords. It's great. You don't need to use it. Yep. But going into a new one, I, you know, there's, I have some, a little bit differing opinions on it now, but I think it's important to have, but I also think there is a level of privacy. It's kind of like one of those things, like you can have it, but you don't, you shouldn't be using it. Yes. So it's like, Yes, I have your code, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be reading your stuff Do all the time. Do you think if you were with someone and they had your password or they had your passcode to your phone and you were totally fine with anything they saw on your phone, you're like, you know what? There's probably some stuff in there that if they saw, I'd probably have to explain a little bit, but you know what? There's nothing in my phone that I wouldn't, that I would absolutely not want them to see. And if they did check, would, are you saying that that would be a red flag for you? Them checking would be a red flag? Yeah. No. Well, okay. So let's first off, I want to hear like what your, your thoughts on it. Cause I yeah. have, I have some 
alternative scenarios to throw at this after we talk about yours? I actually, so I actually do believe in open phone policy, like 100%. Person I'm seeing now, we have not been dating all that long. He has my passcode. He has my password on my computer. And I look at it like, first of all, I think I would have more of an issue if he felt the need to constantly check my phone. Sure. Like if he felt the need to constantly check and like whatever, and who knows, maybe he is. Like I have no idea. Like I might be in the shower and he might be checking, whatever. Yeah. But I like the fact that it's open. And for me, there are probably some things in there definitely before we start dating that like he wouldn't like to see. And there's probably even a couple of things like since we've started dating that like, he'd probably want an explanation on. Sure. Nothing that's like overt. Nothing is that obviously I have been faithful, but you know, I mean, there's some like kind of more residual, maybe DMS or things like that, where he might be like, you know what? I don't really appreciate you having this kind of conversation with this person. And I would be totally fine with him saying that he would be 100% is right to say that. And I'm happy to have that conversation. So I guess I look at it like I actually feel a lot of liberation if the other person has my code and if they're using it all the time, yeah, that might be an issue. I might be like, you know, I'm fine with you like seeing whatever. Like there's nothing. I'm not hiding anything. But can we talk about why you feel the need to look a lot? But do you have his? I do not. See, the, so here's the other part. It's like since you and this is what I want to like, is it manipulation? If you're like, look, I have open phone and then he doesn't give sure. it. Then do you start going, well, I don't why don't I have it? I mean, I've, like honestly, like I'd love to have his. Not because I want to look at anything. In fact, you know this, like I've even told you a couple of times, like if his phone is on the table, like I'm even scared to like touch it. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a whole separate discussion, but mm-hmm. like I'm scared that like if I bump it, the screen's going to come on and I'm like, don't know what I'm going to see. So I'm yeah. almost like scared to look at yep. it yep. for some reason. Yeah. You know, maybe that's a protect, like that's a defense mechanism, protective, whatever. But I would like for him to give it to me. Because I'm like, I want him to feel just as comfortable as I do yeah. with having those messy yeah. conversations if there are. Some. No, and I'm not saying you're manipulated, but right. I can see that it could be used in that way where yeah. somebody can go like sweep their phone, clean it off, and then be like, look, I'm going to give you my code. So why wouldn't you give me yours? And then it turns into like, you must be hiding something, but maybe they're not. And they just have some privacy. So, right. so I do actually, that's a good point. I do actually think that he might be hiding something. Yeah. So actually this is some scenario I actually didn't even consider until I started it was somebody that I was dating and he was talking about a friend of his who had a girlfriend who was like snooping and there's this scenario. So let's just say your boyfriend has your code on your phone, but you and I are having a private conversation that maybe I don't want him to know about my stuff. Mm -hmm. And so he's reading messages and now he's in my business. So my privacy is violated. So that's now, I haven't thought about that's something that I didn't consider before, but I was like, you know, you're right because I have my friendships and private conversations with my friends and it may not be something that I want to share with my partner or something that they're trying to, they're not ready to share and not want to be open about. So it's not always violating that person's, it's like violating the friend's privacy, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So it's a good, that's nothing. I haven't thought about that before. I guess I go like, they probably wouldn't be looking at that stuff, but they might be. Well, they might be because, and sure. even vent, let's even say venting. So you and I are talking, we're friends, and maybe you even need to vent about your boyfriend. Yep. Like, it's something you can and bring I up to be, him yes. or you just need to vent because. I just vent on this podcast. Yeah. And then he listens <laughs> to it. And then I'm embarrassed. So yeah. Well. So you're just like venting. It's nothing a big deal. But then he goes in and reads it and it's like, oh, so you're telling Danny that blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. it's like hey, I just needed to blow off steam. Like we all need to sometimes talk about sure. our partners to friends or yep. talk about our friends to our partners. So I kind of think, see it in a different way now of going, 
you know, maybe there's some things that don't need to be seen. It doesn't mean you're cheat. Like this has nothing to do with cheating. It actually just has to do with just being able to talk and be free and have conversations yeah. where you're not censoring your conversations at to other people because you're worried about your partner reading the conversation. Yeah. So, I guess, and that's a good point because I have had friends say to me who are mutual friends say to me, you know, please don't say anything sure. about this. And I'm like, cool, I got you. Yeah. I won't, if you tell me not to say anything, there's no way I'm saying anything. 100%. I guess I just look at it like I, the reason why I give the passcode in the first place is because I trust that they're not going to look Yeah. in a way. And that's kind of like backwards, yep. but it's almost like, Hey, like, you know, I mean, obviously they could if they wanted to, but I almost trust them enough to give it to them because I trust that they're not going to snoop. So isn't it kind of weird, weird to even, yeah. It's like a weird <laughs> So it's backwards. like, why would you do it? Well, even with, with, even with Nate, my ex, it's like, he trusted me probably to think that I wouldn't look, but every once in a while I'm like, I need to look. So I would think the first people I would look at is conversations between best friends to see like what's happening. So I would have been, mm. if I'm if I'm your boyfriend, I would look at conversations between you and I, I would probably look at conversations between you and your ex-husband mm -hmm. and then maybe just like the, I don't know, I would just look at those. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like it could be violating the privacy of those, those friendships. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting because I, you know, I, I see your side and I think it is really important, but a guy I was dating, he brought this up and that's how I, mm -hmm. it even was brought to my attention. But he's been teaching his son, his 15 year old son, that your phone is private. And if you pull it out, if you pull out your phone in public, like you shouldn't be standing behind somebody looking like you should basically kind of divert your eyes. And I was like, that's interesting because I usually do. Like, I don't try to look over people's shoulders, but I've noticed, you know, if I'm dating somebody and like a text pops up, I might do a Same. little like, Same. you know, like lurk your eyes back and kind of Same. look over and go like, who are you talking to? What's happening? And you know, what's funny about that is, and I don't know what this is and I'm still trying to figure this out, but like I have seen, I have seen like names I don't recognize, like yeah. girls' names that yeah. I don't recognize. Yeah. And it's nothing like overtly like sexual or whatever. It's just yeah. like a conversation. And he's like never mentioned that person's sure. name. Sure. And I'm like... Who is that? Yeah. You know, but yeah. I also am just like, I don't know. I guess I just go like, I'm going to just trust. Like, yeah. You know? And also, I mean, besides the messages, besides the DMs, besides the text, what about like the Google search history? Like I know yeah. there's, I, I remember looking in the computer at, yeah. it was early on in a relationship looking at like search history. Sure. Like, oh, what is he looking at? And who is he looking at? And that's interesting. I want to ask you about that. I mean, maybe this is a little bit off topic, but like, yeah, I mean, I think early on in my early relationships, my early 20s, I really saw if my partner was looking at porn, yeah. I saw that as uh, disrespectful and like a violation of like what we had or it felt almost not like cheating, but it was like I was really upset. My college boyfriend, like very upset when he would look at porn, I would look at his search history. Yep. And same thing with my boyfriend after college, like, and even in, with maybe Jade early on, now I don't think I would care. Yeah, same. So like, what is that? What's that evolution where like, I mean, it's one thing. And so Esther Perel talks about this in her book. Like when she talks about the state of affairs, it's like, okay, is porn cheating? Right. And uh -huh. you're like, ah, oh, like maybe it's not. But then like a live camera. Yeah. Like live cam porn. Yep. Is like, okay, is that like, that's like a real person right yep. there. Right. Like we're having like a relationship, you know, or escorts or whatever. So I don't know what the, I think it just depends on what the couple decides. Yeah. And for me, unless a porn habit is affecting our sex life, I don't really see an issue with it. And like, I'll be honest, like I've looked at porn, yeah. you know, like not like I don't do it consistently, but there was certainly a time in my life where I was looking at it like 
fairly yeah. consistently. I re- I remember early on in our marriage, I was checking the search history and finding porn and I was like upset. And then he was embarrassed. Yeah. I, and I remember yeah. too, he like, he was embarrassed about yeah. it. And so he's like, fine, I'm never getting on the computer. And so he was hardly ever on the computer because he was just like, if I'm not on, then I'm not going to get in trouble and I'm not yep. going to. But, but there's a lot of people who really, and I'm not saying that anyone should be different. If you find porn extremely offensive, mm-hmm, if your mm-hmm. partner is, and I know there's a lot of people, it's like extremely sensitive to that. Like, I'm not saying that you have to be like Danny or I, I think, you know, you're, you're certainly justified in however you feel about porn. But I think that is for a lot of dudes. I mean, just in my experience, like it doesn't necessarily have to be such a bad thing. And I think you have to know when it is bad. I mean, they actually shown in studies that like men who look at porn, like have higher testosterone levels. I think it's a bell shaped curve. Yeah. I think that potentially if you're looking at all the time, you maybe have trouble, you know, maybe finishing in bed. Maybe you have trouble. Like you don't want to actually have sex with your partner, like whatever. I know there's a lot of, and I'm certainly not an expert in this, but I guess I just look at it like, and maybe you're the same way. I just look at like what the actions are when we're together. Yeah. You know? So even though, you know, he might be texting someone who I don't know that person's name and I've never heard that person. And again, we're fairly new. So I think if we were together five years, 10 years, like I'd probably know every single person he's texting sure. probably. Sure. But I guess I just look at his actions when he's with me. Yep. And I don't know if that makes me too completely ignorant, but I just go like, man, the sex is amazing. And like, no issues with like erections, no issues with like, with finishing, like, like it's never turned like, and so I guess I just, I'm like, well, like what he does on his own time isn't my business. Yep. What do you say to the person who is like, okay, say you want to have your partner's passcode and they say no. And you're thinking, because they're hiding something and they're like, well, why don't you just trust me? Do you just assume immediately they're hiding something? Because what if they're actually not, but they're just uncomfortable, maybe for like the reasons I've stated of like, I don't want you reading these conversations or I, don't I have. I know that I'd ever ask for it, to be honest. I don't know that I'd ever ask for it. It registers to me that I don't have it. If you're married, do you think you should be able to ask for it? Yeah, but I think it's part of a larger conversation around trust. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's a larger conversation around trust at this point, And I don't know if you're the same way after going through what we've been through with infidelity and all that kind of stuff and having like a real serious relationship to honesty. I really enjoy that level of honesty. Yeah. Even the like very, like even the scary stuff. And I mean, I think if there's anything that I do worry about a little bit in my new relationship is I don't know that he has had that level of like trauma, whatever you want to call it, like trauma or, you know, emotional kind of pain to the point where he has a relationship to honesty as much as I do. Yeah. And so, you know, I, at times when I don't trust, it's maybe like, I, I trust that he would rather keep the peace mm-hmm. than be honest, mm-hmm. which I think most people do. I think yep. I would have done that up until, you know, a couple of years ago. And so when it comes to, it's his prerogative. I don't necessarily think he's necessarily hiding something. I think everyone is, has their, the right to do whatever they want with their phone. Yeah. I find the keep like I'm trying to think how he, my friend said it, how he's teaching his son how basically like your phone is like your privacy and to not look. And I, I do see that in a way. And it does change, I believe, when you get in a relationship in, in a way. Like I think definitely a committed relationship. I feel like if I was married that I should, we should have each other's passwords. Even for just, I don't know, like security purposes. Yeah, or- totally. Security, like getting a bank stuff or just anything, something happens if you happen to be home and you're like, oh, I left my phone at home. I need you to get something, you know, like there's just a lot of scenarios when you're living with somebody where it would make sense for someone to have the code. But I know that I get nervous. Like I, I 
even when I looked at uh, Nate's phone back when I had his stuff, I felt like I was doing something sneaky. So Mm -hmm. I guess maybe there should be a conversation Mm -hmm. of like, hey, do you mind opening your stuff in front of me? Like, would Mm -hmm. you do that? Do you think you could say, hey, could you just show me here instead of, instead of, Instead of saying, can I have your passcode? Because then you just might like... Well, first of all, he has a Samsung. So I don't even know what the fuck to look on that phone. <laughs> no, we'll I just, wouldn't even know where to look Not him all. specifically, but just in yes. general. Do you think maybe just for people listening of going, okay, maybe you don't have the, the code on your partner's phone, but you want to know what's going on and you just want to have peace of mind. Do you think it's okay to have the conversation of, can you just open up your DMs and can we look at them together? I think it's fine to have that conversation. I think if that's what you need, you need to ask for it. Mm -hmm. I would personally examine the reasons why. I think it's totally justified. I think it's totally fine. I think it's a very, like, very honest and open way to examine your insecurities or the trust issues that you might be having in the relationship. I personally wouldn't like that, but just where I'm at right now. But I can tell you when, uh, with Jade and I, when we ended up, getting separated there were a few months went by I was living in LA he was living in North Carolina then he came out to LA for about a month Mm -hmm. and at that point we were kind of like starting to maybe be back together again for a little bit he was working on a project we were sleeping together again we were kind of like seeing each other every day having spending the night together and then we went to Las Vegas and I think I've told the story on the podcast before we went to Las Vegas for a conference and I kind of like got a hit that he was on dating sites and at this point we had kind of like been kind of dating and kind of like together for a month. And I was kind of thinking we were like kind of almost back together a little bit. And I got this hit that he was on a dating, you know, dating sites. And I demanded that he show me. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm on Bumble, but it's for, um, you know, research purposes. At that point he was doing like re quote research, uh, <laughs> and talking to a lot of women about their you know relationships and stuff. And really fascinated with that. And I was like, so you're not going on any dates while you're here in Vegas Mm -hmm. because I was getting ready to leave. And he was like, well, it was kind of like very like kind of gray. And I said, well, open up your DMs. Let me see. Let me see your Bumble DMs. Mm -hmm. And he showed me and there was and he like to his credit, he did show me. He wasn't like didn't keep it from me. He showed me. And he had set up a date to go on a date with someone in Vegas after I had already I was going to be left. And that was the last straw for me in the relationship where I was like, you know what? Nothing's changed. Again, nothing's changed. Yeah. And I actually <laughs> packed up my shit and left that moment yeah. and and drove back to Los Angeles that night myself. And that was kind of like the last straw. Like it was kind of, and so yes, I'm not saying I wouldn't do that. I'm just saying I haven't felt like I've needed to do that in this yeah. relationship. Yeah. I just wondering, you know, for people listening who maybe, yeah. cause I'm thinking a lot of people on maybe this, married have or, maybe have yeah. been married and like yep. for a long time when phones, I mean, there wasn't, I mean, when I first started dating Nate, it was back when you had the phones that had, you know, like you did the T3 text. Yep. So there weren't DMs. There wasn't a lot of that going. I mean, it was very different in 2006 than it is today. Now there's multiple ways to talk to people. There's Snapchat. There's other, like literally people have private conversations in different apps. Like, uh-huh. Marco Polo and so, you know other yep, places where track, you're yep. where you might not be looking so there's so many ways kick. to cheat and hide it yeah kick and all of that so I feel like it's it's easier probably to hide it it's easier to get away with it I think when you do kind of have a hit you have to you have to look at that as am I getting a hit because something is off and something has changed and I think something's happening or is it just I'm insecure yeah. and I haven't dealt with my stuff because there's been times where yes. it's just my own insecurity feeling like 
you know, I'm not feeling really projecting great. Projecting stuff. Yeah. yeah, definitely projecting stuff. One thing uh, that was interesting happened to me last week. There's this guy who's a friend of mine. And, you know, we've, I think before I was dating someone seriously, he was kind of like a little bit up my DMs and stuff. We never ended up hooking up, never ended up like doing anything. But he had kind of, he was one of those guys that like every like couple months would come around and be like, hey, what's up? And like, just give me compliments. So it was like a couple weeks ago. And he sent me a DM and he just was kind of like, I have a like schoolboy crush on you and I'm, like I'm so awkward around you and like, and we had, we've only seen each other maybe a handful of times, mm-hmm. but we've kind of corresponded over DM and he goes, but I know that you're with somebody and I like want to respect that. And like, so I'm sorry and whatever. And I drove back and I was like, you know, totally sweet. I appreciate that. I said, to be honest with you, I would totally show him this entire text message conversation, this whole DM conversation. He yep. was like, and he was like, well, that makes me feel a lot better. So I just wanted him to know that like, I wasn't trying to have a, like a secret conversation with him. And he was like, well, I feel, you know, I just want to, I want to respect the fact that you're in a relationship. And I was like, I appreciate that. And to be honest with you, I would share yeah. this entire correspondence with the person I'm seeing. Yep. And so to me that, and, and by the way, you guys, this is across the board. Like things come up on social media, things come up with peers, things come up with friends. If you are putting something in writing on the internet, this is just my across the board policy. You have got to be ready for it to be public at some point. Yeah. Like that's like, I only will say something that I am totally comfortable becoming public at some point. Yeah. Whether it's like a, a dispute with a peer or for example, a couple of weeks ago, someone totally ripped off my content and I was, and I, you know, I confronted her. And I was very diplomatic. I was very like straightforward, but I had in my mind, if this this conversation was was ever screenshot Mm -hmm. and sent around or something like that, would I be proud of this or not? Yep. And so I just think, and that's how I approach the, anytime I have a DM conversation, like I always look at it like this could potentially get back to the person I'm seeing. Would I be proud? And I think that's hard, but that requires a relationship with integrity. You know what I mean? Like, and I think a lot of people are just, they just don't care. They're just like, well, I'm just going to like, and this is how a lot of people get found out who are having affairs. Like we have a, yeah. a mutual friend of ours who just, who's like, you know, per, whose partner just got found out because of text message, yep. like yep. correspondence. It's funny, actually, that um, I went on a date last night with a guy who was a pilot and I was like, oh, what's your social media? I went to look and it was private. I was like, why is your stuff private? I'm not going to follow it or look at it. And he goes, well, I have to do it for work. And I said, why? And he said, well... Sometimes, you know, people like pilots or people will call in sick and then they go on a trip and then they're posting, hey, I'm in Cabo. And you're like, oh, we thought you were sick. So people just, they forget that there's other people watching and you need to pay attention. What do you put in writing? What are you putting out? What kind of photos are you taking? If you're calling in sick to work, don't show like the concert that you're at. <laughs> I mean, and that's what's scary, right? It's like so many people are so fast to lie. Yeah. So many people are so quick to lie, so quick to like cut a corner, you know, and I think that's what's the most scary thing is going like, I mean, there's so many people who just like fucking lie to make shit easier. And yeah. I get that. I totally get that. And I did that for fucking 35 years of my life. Yeah. I totally understand that. And that's, I think, is what's scary about going like, damn, I have a relationship to honesty. I feel like I'm acting with integrity. I'm not so sure that the people that I am being vulnerable with have that same relationship. So the partner you have has passcode on your phone. Who else should have a passcode on your phone? Your mom, your friends, just nobody or anybody? Anyone. Well, anyone could have it. You guys want it? Yeah, you guys write this down. <laughs> Jill actually just says she doesn't know. She only knows I actually the don't shape. know it. So just make the shape of a <laughs> star upside down and then three triangles and yeah. then circle, circle, dash, dash. That's, That's her. what's hilarious. I actually don't know the numbers. <laughs> I just know how it looks on the keypad. 
Yeah, well, Danny's definitely going to have it, so she can uh, wipe it clean when, if right. I die. When she dies, like, I, have, I have work to no, do. No, you know what? You can post that shit on social media. <laughs> no, I'm also wondering, kind of last question is, if you believe that your partner should have your passcode. And I'm, I, you know, I, I am just playing devil's advocate. I mean, should not. or sh- like, is should the word or can they? Mm. Isn't this a larger conversation though? Like, I think I, I totally understand your perspective and I actually really, a, a part of me agrees with what you're saying, which is, it's just the principle. It's yeah. like, Hey, it's not like you're necessarily hiding something. Yep. It's just, you know what? We're in a relationship. I want to have something that's mine. Yep. And you should have something that's yours. That's mm-hmm. just yours. It's almost like your diary or something yeah. like, you know, and so I get exactly what you're saying. I don't know. I think if I was with someone, this is funny. If I was with someone who was really insecure, I don't know that I get my password. Just mm-hmm. on principle. Yeah. Yeah. Even though there wasn't anything there. Sure. I, if I was with someone who is very insecure, I don't know that I would give my password. Yeah. Just have them. Cause there'd be so many reasons for them to want to find stuff yeah. or to make I me mean, here's the thing. It. What's, how does it go? What's the mantra go? Like if you're looking for shit, you're going to find you're it. Like find it. Yeah. if you are looking for something, you are going to find it. So be ready. Yeah. I just wonder at what point do you even have the conversation or does it just happen naturally or is it. You know, once you're finally living with someone, it's like, okay, now's the time. Here's the code. Or is it just like, it just comes up at a certain time where you're like, oh, hey, can you order this on Uber Eats for me? So I happen, I need, I need the code on your phone right now, like to get into it. I kind of feel like it just happens that way by like accident. But you know, just going back to the privacy thing of other messages, I do think about that. I'm Mm -hmm. going, well, you know, maybe there's not stuff that I want your boyfriend to see that I've told you or or just, you know, just private conversations that yep. you and your brother have had yep. or a- anybody that is close to you yep. or vice versa, like totally. close to me. So, you know, there is that, there is that piece. And although it, it's just, it's, there's so many nuances to it for sure. There's so many aspects to it of like hiding, not hiding. I think there's so many ways to hide stuff anyway, even if somebody has access. So it's like, if you want to hide stuff, you can hide it. Um, If you want to get away with stuff, you can get away with it. Although I think eventually things get found out. I do. But yeah, I'm just, I'm not all in the uh, share everything game anymore. It It was interesting. I was uh, seeing this guy like uh, last year, two years ago, and he, his girl, he had just broken up with his girlfriend and they were together for a few years and he said, Jill, you don't understand. This is the first person. And the reason why they broke up is because she was, was cheated on him. And he said, you don't understand, Jill. This is the first person who I didn't mind leaving my phone out around. Mm. You know, and it's funny. I've heard so many people say I knew my spouse was having an affair because they kept their phone on them all the time. Yeah. I knew that my partner was something was up because before they would just leave their phone out and now they were taking it with them everywhere they went. Yep. And they were on it constantly yep. and they would always have it with them. That's how I was triggered by Nate. I noticed because he deleted his Facebook account and I said, I was like, Hey, I was trying to tag him on something. And I was like, did you delete your Facebook? And he was like, Oh yeah, I was just too distracting. And I was like, Oh, okay. You know, people get off social media yeah. all the time. But then I saw him on his phone like all day and I was going, why is he still on his phone when he deleted something to not be on his phone? And then it was the next day I just got this hit. I was like, you need to get his phone. Like I, I, I didn't even actually think I need to get his phone because I was going to find that. I did. That was not what I expected. It was just like this hit of I needed to see what was on there. But that was definitely a key that tipped me off to look because I, I had the codes and I there was no reason for me to look before. Yeah. But it was that issue of he says he's deleting it to not be distracted and yet he's on it all day. Who's he talking to and where, where, where is he talking? <laughs> What's now? he doing? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So this guy was just like, you know, the, 
this is the first person who I've just left my phone out with. And it's almost mm-hmm. like, it's, that's funny. It's almost like that's a sign that I'm really into the person, Yeah, you know? And, you know, I, I don't really read into it too much on the reason why I don't really have the guy I'm dating. I'm just like, he's just not ready or he doesn't want to or whatever. And like, yeah. there could be shit that he's hiding and I'll find out eventually maybe, yeah. or I won't. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm super interested. I would love, like we put a po- a poll up. We did this before, but put a poll up again, but what was it like 50, 50 last time? Yeah, it was about. Yeah. And I think some people actually messaged saying that they w- they they had like kind of caveats to it. Like, yes, I have it, but I'll never look. Like that was kind of yeah. things. They're like, yes, I have my partners, but I don't look. Which that was a, a really common one of reasons why they do have it, but they don't, don't look. Which I think is actually, I feel like that feels like the healthiest thing yes. of I have it and I don't look. Um, I feel like having it and needing to look all the time feels... Like there's something going on yeah. either with you or with your partner. No, shit. Maybe the reason why I don't have it is because he doesn't trust me not to look. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, there's, right. It could be flipped around yeah. on you. He doesn't trust you. Right. I'm like, the reason he has mine is because I trust him. <laughs> like, maybe he doesn't trust me. He's not trying to hide from you. He just doesn't trust your house. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this bitch is going to be crazy. I'm not going to show I her. Know. Maybe I will be. Who knows? <laughs> so yeah, it's really interesting. I'm curious as to people listening as to what your policies have been. Have you had the conversation? Do you have your partner's passcode and do they have yours? Do they have it and you have theirs and you don't look or do you leave your phones open? Do you, I mean, do you kind of use your phones intermittently and exchange, like it doesn't matter who's, who's open and what? And I'm interested in the search history stuff. I mean, think that we didn't really get too into it, but I am interested in that. I know for a lot of couples, you know, search history, mm-hmm. you know, looking at porn, stuff like that is a really big trigger. And I'm not saying it shouldn't be. Yeah. I'm just, I'm very curious about that. I think it is a very personal thing and maybe people don't feel comfortable sharing that quite yet, but maybe we should do a, a whole separate episode on porn. Oh, we should do an episode on porn. I know you look at it all day, every day, so. Dude, I star in it. (laughs) (laughs) You're basically a porn star. (laughs) All right, you guys, thank you so much. Uh, Make sure you are subscribed so you get these episodes immediately once they're uploaded. And yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Amazing. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.